Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Heidi ho friends, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl, Cat Daddy. And Jazz, 40-ounce connoisseur. And we are back with a GTS review. And this go-round, we are talking to you about the 2022 film, Nope. Directed, written, all those fun things by Mr. Jordan Peele. Hello, hi. Um, We're here. We're excited. We have engulfed this two-hour and 15-minute movie into our eyeballs. Yeah. Um, a few times a piece. And we are ready to talk, we're at the red table. Let's go. Yes, I have seen this movie about seven. No, not seven times. Wow, that's a lot. I've seen it maybe God like damn. No, like five times at this point. Yes, I went to the movie theaters okay. twice, two times. Oh. Then when I read it, I watched it at least twice. No, I watched it three times. Yes, I did. And then when I read it again, this is the second time. Yeah, I, I might have watched it like six times. Yep, I sure did. Don't okay. care. Because the rental price is really steep. So I'm going to watch, as, I'm going to squeeze as many views as I can out of that rental price. But, you know, I was able to see quite a bit with that. And it was a great time. Y'all recommend, recommend it's worth the money. It, I think at the time we're recording this, it's still in theaters, but the time this comes out, it probably won't still be in theaters, I don't think. Okay, get ready. By time you hear this, um, it'll already, I think, be available to like own digitally, I believe. And then the Blu-ray is coming out in about 20 or so days after this, I believe. So you can almost own this shit, y'all. Well, you basically can own this shit, y'all. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Shout out to the world. Shout out to us. you know, I'm about to... Yeah, I'm about to definitely own that. I own all this. Oh, I definitely am. Yep, those are just going right into the collection. Like, I have so many things to say about this movie. And as I always do with Jordan Peele movies, because y'all know how it was, and you know how it was received. Every time, this is nothing fucking new. Every time Jordan Peele make anything, 
Motherfuckers get on there and they start hating. Ooh, they start hating hard from their soul. They wake up early to hate. And it's okay to not like the movie. If you do like this is not your bad, because there's several reasons why you might not like it. Like if you don't like mm-hmm. westerns, if you don't like that sci-fi shit going on, if you feel like it's a bit long and it is a little longer, then it could have, you know, it could have been shorter. But I was not upset with the time range because I was having a good time. I just, I could see where people might not like it, but that's not what they were saying. On the interwebs, they was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. It doesn't make that's any crazy. fucking sense. It's so stupid. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, did you watch the You didn't get anything. Nothing made sense. Not a single thing made sense yeah. to you. You didn't get... I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, maybe it's a second watch that you might need. Because the first time I was confused a little bit. And I felt some ways. And the second time, I was like, no, nah, this hits. The third time, I was like, this definitely hits. And each each new watch, <laughs> it's just better. Because it's like, I know what's happening here. So now I can just ride this for the joy. And it's not like I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. No, I'm just watching the movie. Wow. So I'm here to let y'all know, I did not watch this movie the same time as Jazz Season saw this movie. For all the people who asked a million times. Cat, did you see this movie? No, I'm still not in the movie theaters, y'all. So I am like the rest of the people who are still at home, waiting for this to come available to stream. And when it did, I finally pressed A-Town Stomp on the play button. Um, so Jazz is going in for the Shmillion time. I've seen this movie twice, twice and counting. And that's okay. I'm going to let my eyes go and chill. And then I'm going to come back when it's time to own it. Because it's going to hit again. It's going to slap. I'm getting excited about all the new things I discover every time. Just like I do in every movie, especially a Jordan Peele film. I'm not going to overanalyze the fuck out of it because, girl, you know, there are so many different people who have already done that. That's cool. We're going to analyze the shit. But there are so many different people who have done that already. So that's cool. Shout out to them. That's fine. But ultimately, like, this movie was a good time. There were parts of the movie off of the first watch. I did not feel like it it was dragging for me. But also, like, I think I was just really into it. I really... I do understand why one was really like, I really wish y'all go see this in a movie theater is because especially when there's some scenes where you really like, I really feel like the sounds would have had you super immersed in what was going on. Scenes that were like really unsettling and unnerving, like bitch, my kneecaps was shaking and like, I just felt like my skin was crawling. But I won't say too much first. Before we hit the spoiler, I want to give an overview for the film. I'm actually going to read the IMBD overview for this film because I feel like it's very perfect. So I'm going to go off that. If you have not seen this movie yet, because I know there are a lot of people who have not seen this yet. After we say all this really fun, fun words and all kinds of sentences and soliloquies and shit, um, y'all might want to go ahead and check the film out. If you still hear after that, that's tight. But <clears throat> the residents of a lonely gulch in an, in an inland California bear... And in California, excuse me, bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. And that is Nope 2022. Um, Yes, no one saw Jasmine's eyes but me. I felt like that said a lot and it said nothing at all. And that's the best spoiler-free review you need. Spoiler Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We finna spoil this shit, y'all. Jasmine, the floor is yours. Man, uh, excuse me, that that IMDb, IMDb fucking... Spoiler free was excellent. Great. It's nice chilling. and um, So now that we're in the spoiler territory, we are in this hoe. I have seen this movie in the theaters. As Kat was describing, the sound design, man, oh man. 
the screeching of the fucking horses, the gallops like of their like their hooves on the ground because it's like empty and like you know barren because it's like kind of desert, you know. And then you it, you hear nothing but maybe like the air and some crickets and shit. And then you hear the heavy fucking horse feet, the screeching neighs. Then you hear the people screaming. At one point, it sounds oh, like God. a horrific roller coaster ride because you know when people be on the roller coaster car they're screaming because it's moving around and the screams are traveling because the car is moving that's how mm-hmm. it felt because the thing is moving and they're screaming in the thing now we've already said spoiler alert we can just go Bitch. ahead and say this is clearly an alien but it's not like an alien ship because at first everybody's when you see a ufo or you see something in the sky everyone thinks it's a ship because ships fly this is not a ship this is a fucking animal that is just flying like the air is water bitch excuse me i like to refer to it as the nega ribbon in the sky okay it's a nega ribbon in the sky i'm fucking tired it looks like a flying bonnet okay it looks like a bonnet that's up to no good. And when I saw it, I said, oh, okay. So this is like the Twilight Zone. See, for y'all who are new here, Jordan Peele worked on the new Twilight Zone. And he was a huge fan of the OG Twilight Zone. Who else is a fan? <laughs> me, bitch! So when I saw it, I was like, okay. So he's real, he's giving me a call back to that episode. I think it's like, man eats something or something eat man or some shit like that. But that's all right. And basically, the humans were trying to interact with the aliens. Like, they was like, oh, shit, the aliens is here. Let's go. Like, it's tight. We about to be friends, you know, because at, at one point, I'm getting ahead of myself, but there is a character that mentions, like, all the different theories that one might have about um, extraterrestrial beings. Like, they could be future people who are coming back here to get us the fuck up out of here. They could come in peace. They can be uh, predators and ready to wipe people out. They can be all the above, bitch, but they've been watching us for a long time. And they want us to know that we know, like they want us to know that they're there. They're tired of hiding, bitch. They're here. And that's not no fake shit. That's some real shit. Go ahead and go to your Google right now. So just to let you know what kind of show this is, we have the tinfoil on. We've got purses made out of tinfoils. We got hats made out of tin. We got outfits, bitch. Because guess what? This shit is real. They are really with us. Um, and apparently, you know, some of them may be looking like flying do-rags out there. I don't fucking know, bitch. But that's really what Mr. Jordan Peele had going on in this movie. And it was, it was a sneaky do-rag. It was hiding behind the clouds, trying to play possum, bitch. Like, we don't see you. Your cloud stiff as a bitch. All the other clouds moving, but you just... (laughs) Just like, if I just stand still, nobody will see me. (laughs) Bitch! I was like, is this me? (laughs) If I stand real quiet, everybody gonna forget I'm in the room. Bitch, you have blue hair. I can see you. Motherfuckers forgot for days because they didn't realize until they looked at the camera was like, nah, bro, this cloud is not moving. But if they had not been videotaping it, they would not have noticed that cloud not moving because it's just standing still in plain fucking sight. That motherfucker like, look at these niggas. Look look at these niggas. They don't even see me. Camouflage. Except (laughs) for one of the characters going, you know, now that I think about it, I feel like the clouds have kind of looked the same. For the past six months. And the fact that that's a thought that's in your mind randomly and for someone to come back and debunk the shit and be like, no, you're not making that up. You're seeing what you're seeing. Nah, man. I was like, oh, nah. This movie just um super activated. Like it literally poured grow on all the thoughts that I was having around extraterrestrials. It just proved so much for me. My skin is crawling thinking about this movie right now. 
I'm shook. Y'all need to be fucking shook. That's all I got to say. Bruh, don't look up. Don't look the fuck up. No, thank you. Don't look that motherfucker in the eyes. I would just have my eyes down the whole time. So let's get into this cast just a little bit because it's kind of small for the most part. You really only talking to like Brandon Perea. I think that's his name. Perea, I think. Angel. Um, Daniel mm-hmm. Kaluuya's OJ. Uh, Haywood. Kiki Palmer's Emerald Haywood, his little sister. Stephen Young is Jupe. And I don't really know what the wife, like, the and their children, but you don't really see them. Amber, her name is okay. Amber Park, yeah. Okay. I just called them kids. Kids. Because you don't really interact with them a lot. And, of course, um, they killed Keith David in the first fucking three minutes, bitch. Like, I thought I was going to get at least ten minutes to Keith David. I do understand that it is the catalyst for, like, you know, the, the, the first event where you see what's going on. It kind of sets the tone. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. why this shit just falling out the sky? Like, why the key just sticking out the horse, like, ass like this? Like, what's going on? Okay, first, I loved their accents. I need to listen to more people from different parts of California talk because I could tell, you know, the Southern was there, the draw was there, but it was an accent and I was a fan. I'm hoping that this is based off of a real kind of accent that exists somewhere over there. Um, And even still, bitch, me to care. It was a good accent. Two paired with one. In the beginning of the movie, you're introduced, you get a slither of the bullshit off the early. You hear the screaming in the distance. You hear the, 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 the whirling of the bonnet in the sky. You don't see it yet, but you hear the bullshit. And the characters, including the horse, because the horse is a character too, is shook. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then all you see, the sky is raining objects. Send help? That's how I felt. And you really got to send help because it was a nickel that went through... Mr. Uh, Haywood's eyeball and that just because he's looking up in the sky and it's a lot of like Jazz said you need to learn to look down I feel like even if he didn't look up it, it would have still struck him and it just would have been curtains well it might have struck him but it wouldn't might not have went through because your eye might be softer than the skull um, mm. but I also that don't that don't mean it wouldn't have hit his head and whooped his ass I don't know and that shit was in there when they showed the x-ray that gore was very realistic and very scary also when he was riding the car the blood was shooting out of his eye as he was like saying the names of the horses it's like come on dad no he's just bleeding everywhere I'm just like oh man this shit is fucked up also all the electronics like not just like you know the power like the phone anything would have everything Mm -hmm. just fucking stopped so that's fucking weird because that stopped and then the metal started raining down because bitch excuse me trying to talk about some shit fell out of a plane girl suck my dick from the back this is not that's not what the fuck happened what you're telling me anything you're telling me anything you're playing in my face i don't and that's the worst and that's the worst. And you see how they start playing in this face off bugs, playing in whose face, OJ's face, playing in this family's face. It carries on when they kind of move on to the next part where they get into the movie set. And then you learn a little bit about this family, that they're animal handlers. They have a ranch. They own a lot of horses. They talk a bit about why they've never dabbled, like kind of in passing with other animals. Like OJ makes a comment about why they never dealt with uh, monkeys and chimpanzees a little bit later, or a little earlier in the film, but it's shortly after... This scene that happens on the set when he's talking to uh, Jube and why they're like, we never deal with monkeys based off of what happened with the Gordy scene. Because the movie opens up with us actually hearing what sounds like some sort of like a sitcom situation. And you hear stuff going on, you hear a pop, and then you hear shit kind of go left. You kind of see the aftermath of that too. 
and that's what you're tossed into. I would like to say, as someone who has successfully uh, evaded all the spoilers for this movie and finally seeing what the fuck this Gordy thing was, I knew immediately this movie was going to talk about that young lady that got her face ate off by that chimpanzee. And that's what I said. Y'all need to stop playing around and trying to make these um actual, you know, these wild animals your best friends in this house. That's not how that work. Y'all got to cut that shit out. It's not safe. So um, when they're showing this in the movie, I'm like, all right, this is about to go left. It's giving bits and pieces. I don't need to know the whole thing. Uh, but when we get back and forth, they're on the set. They're uh, trying to do a scene with the horse. And before OJ and while OJ is trying to give his spiel about, hey, like, here's basically the rules. Here's the crew. Here's me. This is what we do. The people on the set are really rude. Um, what's that late? Bonnie Clayton. Um, I... Not a fan. When she found out his name was OJ, she was like, oh. And he's like, mm-hmm. my not OJ. And she's still like, oh. And I'm like, all right, bitch. Like, I'm clearly tired. he's not oh, the OJ that you're thinking of. It's a clearly a different person. Racist. Okay. That was racist as fuck. Everything that was happening was a fucking microaggression. Like, he was in there. He was like, okay, so I need you to do this. He was like, you told me to hold. Well, now, now I'm telling you to move. Like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? Then he's like, don't get too close. Hey, you make too many loud noises. Nigga's not listening to him. Then they was like, oh, the horse needs a break. They're like, fuck that shit. We about to do this. Like, the makeup lady came over there. He was like, don't stand behind the horse. Like, trying to protect you and she was like he told me to come here like well fuck me then and if you're the horse kicked you which the horse does go and kick the fuck out of this uh it didn't kick her but the powder or whatever she had in her hand kicked it right the fuck out her hand close fucking call and now he ain't got no job because you didn't want to fucking listen to him and now it's making it seem like he won't on his shit um and when it really y'all were not listening granted mm-hmm. he did i feel like socially like that's not what he's used to he used to kind of behind the scenes and his daddy did all the talking and then emerald knows how to do the talking part but she was not like showing up on time like she's not doing the work part like her ass pull up late like hey y'all let me here and i do this and we this is the which you're engaged you're like okay right. so i'm like this is a good role for you to play but ma'am you, they already not fucking with him and you late and it's everything is just not they they already probably didn't want to work with y'all anyway and now we're just getting reasons so now they can say this this and this and then never want to work with you because when they get outside who's like i need this job yeah i know you lost a lot but um yeah not this job buddy pat on the back it was very apparent though because they was talking shit about him right in front of his face like they were dead ass within earshot they were not whispering. They definitely had a regular sounding voice on like, hey, so where is the older guy? Oh, he died like six months ago. Damn, bitch. Like, have some fucking respect for the dead and for the person that's standing right here. Okay? Bruh. He was like, no, fuck. I was like, That's why y'all get you. shook up on the, on the set. Because you being stupid and you not following directions. If you would just listen, y'all have made the horse look at himself. Now he whooping Ain't everybody else. kind. Yes, now he got to keep selling the horses because he can't get no job. He's just out here trying to make it. Y'all some hate ass hoes. Okay, so this scene where we find out a little bit more about OJ selling the horses basically to make ends meet. Emerald feeling away because we find out really why she's disconnected from the family because they sold her horse or they were, you know, um, not selling, train off her horse. Actually, no, had their horse do a whole, it was supposed to be her horse, but doing a whole nother scene, which she thought was a Western, which actually turned out to be Scorpion King, but they didn't really get it because they ended up using camels anyways. So everybody was taking L's. 
But that really had a long-lasting effect on her, especially with um, communication and the connection with her family. So, ooh, black trauma. And then that whole scene when they're talking about therapy, I was like, okay. They was like, you in therapy? I fuck a therapist from time to time. <laughs> well... I was like, oh, okay, all right. She was all like, right. yeah, therapy. I said, okay, next level. Um, but back to this whole conversation where basically he's trying to sell the horses to make ends meet. Um, and everyone's like, you know, daddy will get you for that. Like, that's not, you know, you know, that's not okay. And he's like, bitch, what you know? Like, I got to keep these motherfucking lights on. I don't understand. But then when we further this conversation and they go to Ricky or Jube's establishment, at Jupiter's claim, and they're having this conversation with him, and we're going through the whole shaboop, and he's giving the horse away. He's like, yeah, so not only am I going to give this horse to you to, uh, you know, be with the rest of the horses to run him out, I want to start a roadmap plan for me to buy the horses back. His face was like, oh, oh okay. This is where I immediately knew Simon is off. First of all, this outfit is over the top, and I'm crying. So we're going to start there. If Ric Flair was a cowboy, this is what the fuck he would have on. <laughs> and two paired with one, I'm just like, something about this whole situation just seems off. Like, especially when you're seeing this guy and when he's telling the story about Gordy and the situation with Gordy every time they bring it up or it's brought up, it's always in a in a in a third per, third point of view excuse me like he was not there at all like he's disassociating and he's telling it through he tells it through the eyes of the SNL skit which i think is trying to like make a connection to a real SNL skit which really has Chris Kattan in it it's not essentially the same thing but does tell a story of like when you know you're not necessarily respecting the animals the animals about to kirk off on you and then um but he always tells it through different viewpoints Versus the fact that, hey, I was in a really horrific situation. And we can clearly see this character is still trying to process this. And I believe it, bitch. You were a child. You were a child actor at work. And these loud noises set off the animals. And it goes into a bigger conversation about exploitation and trying to everybody make it a dollar off a buck and how you're treating people and treating other beings and stuff. Girl, it's a whole big conversation. But the animal said, bitch, enough is enough. These loud noises, I'm about to body all you hoes. Child, that Gordy's home set. Ooh, it was Woo! a lot. And you make a point, good point when you talk about him dissociating and everything like that. And not only is he dissociating, like I wasn't, I was there, but I wasn't there. I, I'm not sharing yeah. that. I'm just going to have that as a memory in the box in the back. But I'm going to monetize this shit because he got all the shit. He got a secret fucking room because, you know, at first when they go, OJ, like, let me talk to him. And, you know, Emma's like, girl, fuck that shit. I'm going up here too, motherfucker. I'm about to be mm-hmm. in this bitch. And she's like, oh, asking questions about other stuff and kind of interrupting the conversation. But eventually mm-hmm. it gets to a point where she brings up the Gordy's home and he's like, let me show y'all something. Watch this. Opens the door, bitch. We in here. Bow. That's press a the button. Baby. He That's said, entertainer. A salesman know how to pull. Look at this shit. Pull some shit out their pocket. Y'all Look, then you know you trick? need that. But haha. <laughs> and entertainer, but then you you know, he shows he shows him the room. And at this point in the movie, you start hearing little it tidbits um like of them practicing the speech early on in the film. Mm-hmm. I didn't peep it until the second view it for real. That you start hearing them mention about this big giant event that happens every Friday afternoon. We don't know what it is until a little bit further into the film. But you can see, you can hear them practicing the speech or you can hear it over the intercom far away. Like, bitch. Oh, girl. But they go into this room 
and you see all this gear and he tells the backstory and he's staring off over yonder. And once again, he's telling the story like he wasn't there. And I'm like, trauma is real, bro, because us as the viewer get a glimpse into the memories of what actually occurred. And that's fucking terrifying. Like you just saw an animal do what an animal does when it feels threatened, except it's in the workplace and it's not out in its natural habitat, you know, getting crunk in the fields. It's getting crunk on the stage and it's not appropriate. The poor people on the show get embodied. Um, The poor monkey essentially get embodied because that's what humans do when they feel like they can't control you no more. Because you didn't show, oh my God, oh, this really cute monkey we thought was going to do a real cute thing is now actually out here harming people. Oh, this tiger is mauling me in the neck. Oh my God, I can't believe that an actual full-grown tiger is biting me. Humans humans really need to have a come to Jesus moment. (laughs) Because it don't make sense. Like, it don't. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin, though. Because that wasn't wasn't the kind of tame people. He was out there just trying to, you know. He was trying to help show y'all the, out the nature. Man. Yeah, he was. He was. He wasn't trying to make the make all the big bucks and put you know have put that monkeys in the outfits and have them giving yeah, out he presents doing and that. talking on the phone. No, uh, it, it's a lie. Although that scene with the uh, with Gordy, the CGI sent me to hell. But it, it, you don't see it, it doesn't oh, yeah. ruin the movie. But I also understand. Like I mean, what you gonna do? Use a real fucking monkey? You can't use a real monkey. You could have put maybe a. A part, someone in a suit, maybe you know how they scale things. Because I don't know if you put a grown ass man in a suit, that it, it's not that big. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it would have been too much work. They just look. We we did the CGI monkey here. This is what you're getting because you only see him for small amounts of time. So fuck it. We know it's a monkey. He turned the fuck up. He whooping everybody ass. The shoe staring at everybody. Everybody's like, mm. I don't know what the shoe means. So the movie is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I'm miracle. like. Bruh, what the shoe is, what to me, because it could be anything. And I didn't look up any theories. So I I was thinking, I was thinking that the shoe, because he's telling a story. You're seeing the story happen from his mind. That shoe is a memory. It's literally the way it's sitting up is the way it's sitting up in the wall as a article of the event, like as a some a museum piece almost. It's sitting up. Cause that probably every time he see that fucking shoe. It takes him back, although he don't really want to go back, and he pretend that it didn't happen that way. That's why he said, yeah, Chris Kattan is killing it. No, Gordy was killing it, bitch. He was whooping everybody's ass, and you're pretending that, oh, it was just this little thing. No, everyone Mm -hmm. died. Also, when you were giving the speech, talk about some, you know, what if I told you, blah, blah, blah. And he points to the co-host whose face got fucked up, and she got the hat with the veil on it. He's like, yeah, shout out to her. Like, her face not, like, this. you brought her back. After y'all like been close after this violent event, you about to bring her to some other bullshit where you trying to wrangle this motherfucker oh, out the I... sky. You mm. you are dead ass wrong, dupe to shiny ass cowboy outfit on. Crime bitch. I <laughs> I I was very Joe. I would have had to whoop his ass in the afterlife. Like I truly would have because bitch, you got me fucked up. Here's my thoughts. I think I love that you brought up that the shoe sitting upward or sitting upright. Kind of like when you toss a bottle and then it somehow magically sits upright. And and when you're saying this, it's like, okay, I know somebody, I didn't really look up some theories, but some people had the theory of like, oh, the shoe never really was sitting upright. That's just, you know, same thing kind of like what you said of like with it being off the wall and that's just how his brain sees things. And then there's the other thing of like the same theory. I just said when somebody tosses something that actually sits upright. The fact that if that's really happening, instead of this is something that he kind of just connect with in his brain, like if it's really happening the way we see it, that 
is a wild ass bitch. Okay, that's wild. That's a wild thing to focus on. I know it saved his life because we all, we should, if you don't know, you need to know you do not make direct eye contact with animals. If you make direct eye contact with animals, just like with other people and people get irritated because somebody's throwing you eye, it feel, the animal feels like you are trying to challenge them. It is a challenge for dominance. What are you looking at? So now when you're making direct eye contact, that's why all these people had Gordy fucked up. Because Gordy said, I said it was loud in here, bitch. And all y'all like, Gordy, no. And Gordy's like, it is loud. You just, Gordy is doing what Gordy supposed to do. Get some crunk in his system. And y'all about to learn today. Baby girl ain't got no face. Now she back out here at this motherfucking 530 show on a Friday evening with this beautiful veil on her face looking just like the young lady I was speaking about um, who had their face kind of eviscerated due to monkey handling. Girl, mm, that's why. It was on I Oprah. The Oprah shot. <sighs> LOL. But no, LOL, because that's not that's not funny. That's funny. It's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's bitch art, because that was the thing. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, see, that's why I be minding my business. That's why y'all need to leave these animals in a natural habitat, trying to be cute. It's not working. Um... We're fasting forward. Like, you know, we've already talked about these things a couple times. This is when we're starting to do experiments because we're discovering OJ while he's outside, you know, canoodling with the horse, trying to calm the horse down. It's been a day. You know, the horse was a little shook up. We've already left Jupiter's claim. We already see what the fuck going on over there. And when he's looking out over yonder at night, he notices the clouds looking all weird. He sees some fume climb the slime into the cloud. And he's looking like, bitch, what the fuck? He tells his sister kind of like he starts to try to tell her what's going on. And I love the way they communicate. It's not necessarily like I finish your or the type of relationship where oh, I'm finishing your sentences all the time. But they're very in tune with one another. Like uh, I like their sibling connection. Like you can tell like something's obviously happened. And there's some um, repairing like repair work that needs to happen with their relationship. But they're still very interconnected. They're still very intertwined and on the same wavelength. I love that a lot. It reminds me of me and my siblings. Like, it don't matter what the fuck going on. We already on the same page. Everybody knows how to get information. So when he's talking about what he saw, M is like, what is it? What it look like? Was it was it really that? Or was it? And they were like, okay. So I'm psyched that they're really psyched for two seconds that they discovered an extraterrestri- an extraterrestrial. But also like when we're going on the journey with these characters and then we eventually get introduced to Angel and their realization of, Oh, I'm so excited that we found an alien to, oh shit, this is a bigger situation than what the fuck I initially thought this was. Living in that moment of dread and then living in the discovery of how big this situation is, I love everything about it. Yes. And Angel is um, really great. People thought he was like comedic relief, but I'm like, well, him and... uh him are kind of funny so i don't really know even um jupe has funny moments like when they bruh why why am still that fucking horse because before we get to um i'm crying any of all any of that because the scene where they figure out that it's if both of them come to the fact that it's alien they go to fries and get the electronics the day before well the same day no it's the day after because angel was there when she stole the horse she just came back like hey guys i need some big strong fellas <laughs> and she's like what you got what the fuck you get oh where you get that horse from he know her ass is a little shaky she's like we're talking about don't worry about it why the fuck five minutes later do you pull up oh what y'all here do- horse trading bitch you are you <laughs> it's my horse i can tell that it's my horse and they come back go send them kids them little outfits girl that's why one of those kids got punched 
that's what you get. You don't get what the you doing. Okay, so I'm not even gonna hold you. When they pulled up in the fits, I was like, oh, these niggas is aliens for real. And then also, like, I immediately was like, oh, the super cute doll I have now makes sense. Oh, they real life little aliens. They looking like this. And then when I was like, oh, that's not an alien. It's a little person in a suit. It don't matter. So guess what, Jazz? You did get a person in a suit. Just not like the way you thought it was. Yes, a person in a suit. He was like, man, he turned around, punched that little kid. The kid was like, oh, shit. And everybody was like, don't fuck with Jupiter's claim. They didn't say fuck, but they was like, yeah, don't miss Jupiter's claim. They was like, y'all want to pray? Hey, Wood, girl, you stole their horse. Oh. All right. I also like that uh, you see at that M is like vaping and doing stuff, but it's not. Anytime they show people like who smoke, they're always seen as like giving like idle hands, stoner. I don't do nothing with my life. I don't need nothing versus they smoke, but they just do whatever they do. They're right. just a part. They're a person, not like just, oh, I am. I am a weed. Because that's annoying. Um, or you see people who drink, have a drink, and they are drunk. They're just drunk all the time. I am a drunk. Yeah. I am a shot of whiskey. It, it's always really excessive and extreme. Yeah, I'm like, of, I occasionally have a beverage. I occasionally yes. smoke a stick of weed. I don't know. I yeah, I just like that the character was realistic because they definitely was like, you try to see what's good with that liquor cabinet. They did. yeah, that was fun. That I'm was like, a oh, cute no. bonding scene. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, y'all, okay. Because at first I was like, y'all don't like each other. Then it was like, no, y'all do like each other a little bit. Y'all just, you know, it's siblings. So I first watched the movie, I thought Emerald was annoying mm. until like the like midway through the movie. And the second time I saw it, I was like, she's not that annoying. She's really not. She's a little sister and she's a little flighty. But then, I mean, it kind of makes sense with the childhood, the history they have a little bit. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just trying to make it and everybody's still grieving. So it's a lot going on, you know, mm-hmm. right now. But then upon the other watches, I'm like, no, they're not that bad. They just, you know, it was a little rocky. And then, of course, OJ doesn't communicate the way she... She's very, very vocal. And OJ communicates a lot with his eyes. Just He'd be like, mm, oh. And then or he, the only thing he'd be saying is, I got work to do. Look, I got something to do. Yeah. I don't He's, know. He, little to no verbal action. Yeah. He don't do no very talking. Very non, nonverbal work. communication is his bag. Yeah. And for M, verbal communication is her bag. All she does yep. is talk. All she does, she would go to the store. Why does? She, why she look at this lady? Was like, she like she got a big house. Yes. I was like, yeah. This character was out of control. Kiki Palmer was cutting up as this character. I could tell that they were having fun. Yeah, I was like, that she like she got a big house, ma'am. I. <laughs> but you be Angel there and all that. They hook up all the cameras, all that shenanigans. They sell the horse, all that. But they see something. And they get it on camera, but it's not like a good image. Cause Angel literally pulled up and was like, Yo, Cloud ain't move. You ain't supposed to be watching our camera like that. But they don't really say nothing because you kinda you you need some assistance now. Yeah. And I also think everyone is shook. Cause I think they're also realizing what the fuck's going on. Backing up real quick, I wrote down a quote that was um said in the conversation early in the movie between Daddy Haywood and OJ, um, when he tells them keep your head about the clouds. In their conversation, and I'm leaning all the way in, like, is this just me? Is my tinfoil hat on too tight? What's going on? Only that for that on motherfucker purpose. bonnet, that bonnet potent hanging out in the clouds. That was on purpose. Also, another thing he said at the beginning was, um, you know, we ain't gonna have to sell no more because he was already selling horses, you know, because yeah. he was selling them. They was already going through it. All we have to do is execute, then we ain't got no more problems. So it's just like that mentality of you just got to keep working and working and working to do the mm-hmm. next thing so you can just sit down one time. 
which is, you know, story of the life. Especially if you got a black family, everybody got to just work and work and work and work Girl. with no rest. And then, like, finally, I can sit down. And before he could sit down, he got a nickel through the eye or a quarter. Girl. That was, damn, yeah, damn, damn, damn. That was so sad. That was fucking definitely It was. And it was super sad. And I was like, wow, this is abrupt. We just got to see Silverthroat for a little while. The movie just started. Oh, man. Well, there's definitely something happening in Aguadulce. And I'm glad that there are multiple people who believe this and who are helped debunking it. Let's talk a bit about the Nega ribbon in the sky. Let's talk about how this flying bonnet pulls up. And every time it pulls up, all you hear is silence, screaming like Jazz is saying. More silence. You hear a couple popping sounds. I don't even know what the popping sounds is. Maybe that's when it's flexing its mouth because we kind of hear that and see that a little bit later. I was like, bitch, this creature's so strong. It's making popping sounds with the mouth. And the sound waves are literally making the earth shake. I, I'm i trying to tell y'all when the aliens put... Y'all need to get ready. And then the motherfucker like, is sucking up the people like a vacuum. And they go oh. in here. If you've never seen fire in the sky... Um, there are some alien scenes, like some inside of alien situations, mm-hmm. and it, the, it's very reminiscent of when the people are inside. There, the screams are fucking horrible, and I'm like, oh, I, the, I've never heard like sounds like that. Ah, they're just like screaming and screeching, but being squeezed oh, like through somebody. Uh, oh. And I don't know if it's like it, okay. burning them. I don't know if it's acid. I don't know if they're just scared. It could be all of those things. My gosh. Oh, when the scene is happening, I got really close to the TV. It said, bitch, am, literally, bitch, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? The second time I watched this and I got even closer, it looks like some stuff is coming out of the wall and is sucking to the people. And I'm like, oh, my skin, bitch. I cannot do. Like, like, oh my God. And then initially my first thought is, are they being digested? So the people are screaming. I'm screaming because I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And the like ASMR is sending me to hell. I know people love them mukbang videos, but bitch, this movie was whooping my ass. It was just like a lot of suck shit, like, like wet sounds. And I'm like, baby, they dying. You see the rubber real close to their face and they're trying to like squeeze and they're just like, uh, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if y'all seen Society, spoiler alert, or any kind of other movie where people all like, even what's that movie? Um, Parasitic film where they all come into one kind of being in the end. It's going to come to me. Are you That's talking all right. about, oh, I'm like. The, you know what I'm talking about. It's, no, no, it's not the thing. And they were all like little worms. It's going to come to me in a second. But Slither? when people, yes, when they all come together and like their bodies morph into one big fucking goop ball monster thing, just like what happened in fucking Colorado space. Oh, the body horror, bitch. I'm losing it. I lost it. I'm nervous right now thinking about it. Shout out to you, Mr. Jordan Peele. I, listen, it's, uh, <laughs> it sent me to hell. It was very scary. Um, this monster is, not monster, but alien creature is something that 
comes out, excuse me, when it's hungry, it'll eat, it's eating the horses and it doesn't like metal or like thing, you know, like non-organic things. So at a point it dry, like fl- not drives, but it flies over the house and squeezes out all the metal, just metal and blood oh. and shit just falls. There's a wheelchair on top of somebody fucking roof. It's all this bullshit. The house is covered in fucking blood. It's just disgusting. It's like mm-hmm. Jaws in the sky. Cause um, it definitely reminds, you know, gives some Steven Spielberg situations. I liked it though very much. The monster was scary as hell, big as a bitch, like a big ass stingray, but not a stingray. I don't know. It was in, it was like a water creature, but in the sky, because okay. that's how it was moving. Because the motherfucker was like, "This not no ship." That motherfucker moved faster than the ship. He's swimming. I wrote notes. I have adjectives. Okay, the nega ribbon in the sky is an ethereal, ethereal, whimsical, and terrifying being. The way that it has, it goes through multiple stages. It is constantly evolving. I am in awe. Because I don't think, I think people have in their mind, like when the aliens show up, there's like these little green beings and they look like people. I don't think that we start to think about like all of the possibilities that one could look like or the form that it can take on or how it can exist in the universe. See, that's how, you know, I be, re- I be watching too much sci-fi shit, bitch. So at first when I was watching this movie, I was like the girl, I was trying to figure out why the girls was mad. And I was thinking maybe the girls was mad because the alien or the being looked the way it looked. And I was like, well, let's really think about this. Let's debunk this shit. I know bitches probably thinking it looked like a Windows 95 screensaver. But, you know, it really was out here doing the damn thing. Okay? Because, you know, I didn't see the comments, but I was just trying to align with the thoughts. I don't know, bitch. They not mine. But, you know, if you had an issue with the sci-fi, with the CG, because some people have issues with the CG, kind of like, you know, okay, they use the CG monkey. Well, how the fuck they look trying to make conversations about exploitation and how you treat the animals and shit, but I'm going to put a real animal on the set, really whooping people ass. That's too much, baby. We're going to use the computer monkey. It's okay. Same concept. We understand it. Now, with the nigger ribbon in the sky, giant spaghetti monster. Um, you know, trying to be also respectful to people who worship the giant spaghetti monster in the sky. That's a real thing. Just to let you know. Um, so for the bonnet, it takes off the, the being starts off as the bonnet because we're thinking it's a ship, especially when you're hearing all the sounds and all the stuff. And then you get up in there and realize it's an accordion of death and all the people in there are not in this bonnet flying around in space. They're actually in the innards of a, a beautiful squid with squillium ass character that looks like someone opened a fucking, what's that flower? It's like a violet, but not a violet. And I see it, it's like a, if you had like a tiger lily that just kind of opened up, it looks like an ethereal being, like a beautiful sheet, a beautiful plastic bag in the sky. It looks like a bunch of fabrics from the fabric store and they're wow. doing like a, their own tribal dance in the sky. They and are that's why I'm scared. How I'm shaking. No, because I'm like, what? What? I, what? Because there are some movies that um he mentioned in the beginning because I listened to an interview where... um. Brandon Perea was like, oh, Jordan Peele was like, watch these. He didn't know what the movie was about. He just said, yeah, it's Jordan Peele. I'm doing it. Bet. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, I would, if Jordan Peele said, yeah, you're doing this movie, I don't even know how to act. Yeah, I'm doing the movie. I don't care. I'm in the movie. He was like, watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I haven't seen that. Jaws, which of course I've seen and watched as a kid. No Country for Old Men. I've seen that recently. Very Western. You know how that is. Good time. 2001 and a space odyssey i've never seen this in alien i could definitely see alien no country for old men and jaws but the other two movies i hadn't seen so i can't 
apply them but i definitely see fire in the sky and tremors in here as well like the whole situation where they um getting together when they finally get in contact with the cinematographer and shit because at first he's like girl i ain't trying to do this shit but then he realized mm-hmm. some bullshit is going on he's like no nah, let me be a part of this shit as well because he pulled up after the blood rain and okay. everything air i wear my sunglasses at night bitch can we talk about him please what's his name mr antlers um antlers host or some shit okay very dramatic mr purple people eater i know spoken okay. word please sent okay. me to hell i knew it did i knew it did when it popped up i was like i know jasmine is squirming in her seat right now um let's talk about how he went from being a non-believer to a die for this shit ass person and i thought this character arc escalated so quickly <laughs> like i understand just like the whole like i can't get you that impossible shot and now he's like oh i'm so enthralled i need this shot like i'm about to die for this because that's the only way he's going to get the the impossible shot is actually trying to understand what the fuck is going on inside of this bonnet that's the impossible shot. And he's getting that on the camera. The bad thing is, I don't know if the, if, if the creature in the sky sucked up the footage or not, or if the footage is so destroyed, we don't know either. I need to know. Mr. Jordan Peele, please write it down. And I feel like they have some kind of footage of some sort. I don't know. But I'm cause I'm just like, come on, bruh. You did all of this. Did your purple people eat a song? They got all this shit. It, everything was so exquisitely stupid, bitch. You got the motherfucking... Uh, and it was stupid because now you got the fucking inflatable uh, floaty arm man all in the desert doing the Harlem Shake and shit. You riding on a motorcycle bike. Y'all Those playing music. Yes. And then they they have emotions because their face. Then you got the fucking thing over here. You cranking up this old ass fucking camera. I listen. This is ridiculous what you're doing. That's why it reminds me of Tremors. It reminds me of them like trying to spray themselves with um the fire extinguisher to escape past the fucking you know trying mm-hmm. to or trap the motherfucker because that's what they're essentially trying to do. They're trying to trap it or draw it in to get a photo of it so they can fo- um sell it first because you know. They thought they the shit was over. Oh, just said, bitch, the moment about to be gone and we don't own shit, bitch. We what we about to do? They can't erase this shit, and because they've erased so much, like the black cowboys that nobody fucking knows about. Yeah. All these like historic or iconic people that are just been whitewashed. So he's like, no, no, no. We we gonna take this shit back. We are gonna take this. So I'm like, I appreciate this. I, I like this a lot. Although that 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 cinematographer was doing way too much, and I was very annoyed. You came all the way out here with your fucking non electrical ass camera. And just to get sucked it sucked up, up by the, I was filled with rage. I was like, "Come on, bro! Now how they supposed to get the fucking ca- camera? Like how supposed they get the um photo?" You know, they tell you don't look into the light, baby, and you start looking into the dead lights. And you know, I don't know, I don't know. That's how I felt. I felt like he looked into the dead lights. And was like, fuck it. Suck me up, bitch. And that's literally what happened. And I'm like, bro, that escalated. Because let me tell you who would have been sitting their ass right on down underneath that tarp. Oh, man, the thing flew over my head. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. Just. <laughs> Y'all would have looked at me and I would have looked on back. And we just would have looked at each other like the Diddy gift. What do you man. want from me? I, and you probably would look, I hope you don't think your check about to get written. The, the deposit needs to be in my account. Thank you very much. 
please, because let me tell you something. Like, wow, y'all are chasing, y'all are doing a whole fucking lot for this. I will say the mate, like Angel, OJ, and Emma, at least are not stupid because Angel's out there and the monster trying to, because I think he's trying to get the camera or some shit and then yeah. or get some shit. But the the monster's like, I see your ass. He's like, no, not today. And he wraps okay. himself in a plastic and put the fucking barbed wire and cuts himself up. But he does not get eaten, I don't believe. Because it, it picks no. him up, but it drops him because all the fence posts and shit. I'm sure he hurt something. Yeah. I feel like I feel like at this point of the film, the being is fed the fuck up. Because we learn so much in this movie. Like, there are a lot of things we skipped over. Because, of course, you know, there's a lot of shit that happens. It's a two-hour fucking movie. But there's a part where, if we rewind... When we're at Jupiter's claim and we're at one of, what's the show called? Because I wrote it down. The Star Lasso Experience, which happens about 5, 5.30 every Friday evening. And so we're at the Star Lasso Experience with a couple of patrons in the audience. And um, this is what we learn what the family, Jupe's family, the Park family are really up to at the end of each week. They've been doing this for six months. For six months, they have been sacrificing horses. That's a lot of fucking horses, okay? They have been sacrificing horses and other beings, whatever else, but I'm assuming it's horses. They've had them run off into the distance in attempts to try to appease the being in the sky. And this is where man always gets fucked up. That hubris jumps right on out and you always thinking that you can tame shit instead of minding your fucking business. It's free. If I would have seen some shit flying in the sky, just like I be seeing, you know, maybe some ghosts out of the side of my eyes. I didn't see that. I ain't see shit. The lights can go off right now. Me, damn, that's crazy. I'm just grab my purse and go on about my day. I'm not interacting. If I see, boom, a giant bonnet, I'm texting my niggas, I seen some shit. And I'm moving on. I may or may not report to work tomorrow, depending on what's popping up on the news in the next morning. Because if the people is landing and they sucking people up, baby, ain't no work. Work is canceled. Not in work, this economy. Work is canceled, bitch. Work is canceled. I just imagine you, I didn't think you would run out or get your purse. I thought you was going to take your glasses off and go right inside the house. I ain't see shit with your clothes. Oh, that's little Jasmine. You already know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just turn around. That's it. And y'all going to be like, careful. I'm going to bed. I'm not entertaining this mess. Because once you start entertaining the bullshit, all it's going to do is escalate. And that's exactly what happen you tried to exploit the situation you tried to make money off of it you tried to do a get rich quick scheme you tried to do all of the things instead of minding your fucking business curiosity definitely killed the cat and because what you did that motherfucker pulled up early tell us oh hey they here early uh cut the music y'all cut the music <laughs> bro he was like oh his eyes all shifty he was like Chopped oh out, get- horse. Come on, horse. And the horse like, looking at you like, bitch, I ain't going nowhere. Right? I seen that nigga last week. That motherfucker eats everyone. He eats everyone. He's like, the viewers, you're going to leave here different. You're not going to leave here. Yeah, you're going to leave here different as fucking food, bitch. Look, it didn't even, curiosity didn't just kill the cat. Curiosity killed the whole fucking litter, bitch. Everybody mm. who was in the stands looking up, women, children, cats, dogs, everybody, bitch, is got Dogs, cats, we're Manny Fresh at. <laughs> women dogs cats everybody <laughs> <laughs> that's funny the beat come on Maddie Fresh be like babies children 
teachers. Say, hey, just, you just named turtles, just naming fucking creatures. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoo, girl, they all got sucked up. First of all, his outfit was litty, but I was so annoyed that he put that spaceship on the back like that. And I said, girl, hold on now. Who was in charge? Who thought this was your wife put you up to this, didn't she? This shit is good. I know she did. Bruh, not the spaceship, but it's also giving it, it right at the top too. If it didn't have the spaceship, it would definitely be Red Dead Redemption by Vogue, and I would be excited. I'm um, not gonna lie to you, I am here with the Yeehaw gender bitch, and I will wear this motherfucking outfit. And I hate bolo okay. ties, bitch, but I would put that one on because I love a cowboy hat, though. I sure the fuck do. I don't even like hats as accessories. Well, you know I do, so I'm walking with it. Um, let's talk about how Mr. Jordan Peele's choice in musical selections for every movie, whoever, all, also the other wonderful people who are on this in the sound department. And we always get a chopped and screwed ass song. And for this movie, we got chopped and screwed sunglasses at night. Let's talk about this forever, Bob. Now I'm going to go down this road of memory lane for all of y'all who might be in the same age range as me. But I remember a time at night, especially on the weekends and other channels, we used to get a lot of infomercials about different CDs. Time Warner, all them, they stay with a compilation album, bitch. And this was one of them jumps where it had some Kenny G on there. You had some other stuff. The songs was rocking. You might have had some um, Too Shy Shy with Coogee, all them people and stuff. They had the jams on there. That's my shit, by the way. But this right here, I wear my sub me bitch. Okay, bitch. I had my arms up like this, is my bop. I love these bopperoonies. And then when I saw that, I said, okay, you clever hoe, I'm walking with you. You got these sunglasses on because you know when people wear sunglasses at night, that means they are on Fabo levels. They are not trying to see you, your crew, nan, none of them. Also, they blocking out the haters. They got the hater blockers on. So now when you put your sunglasses on at night, you blocking out the bonnet in the sky because you need to be keeping your eyes to the ground, Okay. Before it come on down and suck you and your partners up into his stomach. I'm tired. Also, it makes a lot of sense that Angel will be playing this song in his van because, you know, when you first of all, I'd never heard this song before. I was new to the song. A bop. But I, yes, it's a bop. I, I have downloaded the song. This, Doing It to Death by the Kills. I've been picking up a whole lot of like random songs, not random, because everybody else knew them. I They knew to me, okay? That's how I right. got. I got this song here. And it was a really good time. But because I was listening to the lyrics or something, the dude's wearing sunglasses at night, but also he's talking about this girl who's got control of him and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It makes sense because we to learn that Angel just got out of this breakup because this girl got a, a spot on the CW show and broke up with his ass after four years. That's why he did that primal scream when he first got out the motherfucking car. He is going through it, okay? So it's not like, oh, we just threw this song. It makes sense for him to wear the song. It make, uh, Listen to the song. It also makes sense for the song to slow down. Because all the electronics are going in and out. Ooh. So it's not like they're mixing it, although you do hear them kind of mix it a little bit in there. And I was Chopped like, oh no. And when I love Chocolate. It starts going real slow. I'm like, yeah. Sunglasses. I was like, yeah. Hey. Dancing aggressively. Can yeah, I show me- you my spaghetti monster in the sky drawing? Cat has drawn something and I would love to see it. Please show. All right, I'm sick of your shit. This looks like a glitter green tablecloth with spaghetti heads just flipping around. And I mean, but that's, I mean. I do the scary part, guys. I do the part where we're looking right into 
the mouth of the negger ribbon in the sky. Yeah, it's got it's... its mouth open and it's like, I'm beautiful and I'm out here and you can see really me and all my glory and my arms are open and I'm flapping in the wind and the mouth is scary as a bitch. Yeah, it looks like ribbon tentacles. Like the tentacles look like ribbons, but not like nice, cute ribbons, like sharp ribbons. Like if the ribbon went out and slashed, like or flapped at you, you would have whelps on your arm or your skin would come back missing. I don't know. I just, it was very stressful. Um, it's very, I, I would have like imagined. Mm, yeah. Like, so I'm like, oh, hell it's no. It's fucking no, huge. No, no. It's fucking huge, bro. No. Like, I, and everybody has like this character arc because okay, Jupe is this person who's monetizing everything and he's not facing it and he thinks he can control this monster, but he don't. He's not a real animal wrangler like the family of animal wranglers. Like he's an actor. He's pretending to wrangle this shit. He's pretending to do this shit, and that's why he got caught the fuck up thinking he could control this motherfucking monster. And you ain't get the you ain't monetize nothing. You got your ass beat. Mm-hmm. But then you see that. They because it's an animal. Yes, it's alien, but it's an animal, and all the animals play by a basic set of rules. So you got OJ and him like, look, we're not gonna look it in the eye. I'm gonna look down. I'm gonna get on the horse. I'm gonna put the little flags on it because it's not gonna eat this horse because it's gonna think it's gonna get indigestion. Ooh, Pepto, big smoke, and we about to hey. ride the fuck out on this horse. Like he was, you know, moving backwards. And at the beginning of the movie. He's all looking down and shy, but now he done really mm-hmm. learned, like, no, we about to get this shit. We about to get it popping. Mm-hmm. He done jumped off the porch with this one. He's, like, really running it. Like, he stepped up to the plate. Like, it's very different from the character you see at the beginning with their head down, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, struggle with giving the directions. He took initiative instead. And you see that M, instead of fleeing, she kind of stays. And she even listens. She even follows some directions. Gross. Yeah, because she hard-headed as hell. And she learns, um, well, the, uh, some repair work has been done to a lot of her childhood trauma. Well, some of it, not all. Um, you know, it was that grief that brought her and her brother back together. Um, I'm glad she was able to get some kind of closure. She didn't get closure to everything, but she was able to get some kind of closure what was going on. I make a connection with a family member. I also love, I love how they constantly show up for each other. I love how... Angel was like the friend that they kind of made along the way, and the connection made sense because it was like you you super connected with a geek squad member that came to your house, and now y'all BFFs because <laughs> of this life changing situation, and y'all about to die anyway, so it's lit. Five stars and five star chicks. That's what definitely he asked for when he was like, "When you get the best from my manager, let him know." She was like, five stars, Angel, okay. Yes, no, no, rate me five stars, five star chicks. They were trying to get him the fuck out of that house. His ass, the, his ass at work literally listened to them um, like, oh no, oh, what's that? Get, get, but get shout out to him thing. though. Yes. Even though he's breaking known. the law. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. Even though he's breaking the law, like dead ass, they were like, yo, like you should not be watching. I'm glad that he did because if he did not, he, they could have. There were a lot of times that they could have really been in some serious danger, and he saw and he was able to help them because they wouldn't notice that fucking cloud. He was like, "You ain't seen that damn cloud? How did you not see that? They didn't name the motherfucking alien in the sky, uh, fucking jean jacket. This motherfucker just in the sky, surfing sway based off of her previous horse. Yes, which is you know therapeutic for her. She does a fucking motorcycle slide. All this cool shit. Because clearly all the camera... Yes, because all... I have not seen that. But everybody else is talking about it. Oh, what? Nope. Okay, great. Can't wait till you do. Listen, man. I have been trying to squeeze in 
anime and i love anime i just i'm still not done with one piece friends with the coin That's all right. you in ain't never my pocket do you want to be my friend we're on a cruise bitch um i watched perfect blue though so that's you know one okay it's, it, it's that, eerie that was a time i had never seen it before and that mm-hmm. was a wow that was an eerie beautiful time fuck and in the mm-hmm. end fucked me up so watch perfect blue has nothing really to do with this but also you know Watch Nope, but don't look the fuck up. Because, ah, I'm looking at it. It looked like a big-ass cowboy hat is doing, like, a baseball slide. Down to the ground. It's really scary. It looks like one of those little foam discs. Not like the Frisbee. You know how Frisbee cousin got the little flimsy disc. That's what it looks like. But, like, the ones they tried to make a comeback in the 90s where it fills up with air and it look all cool and shit. And then they tried to take the next level, put the one with the water in it when they was doing too much. And now you went when you throwing the... It's ultimate Frisbee. Aliens meets ultimate frisbee. Yes, dangerous frisbee. Uh, carnivorous frisbee. <laughs> like, no, really. He's eating oh, everybody in it, bitch. Uh, they ate so many people. But at the end of the day, M rides off. They kind of use teamwork because, you know, it has a range of where the electronics stop working. So it's not going to make the electronics work everywhere, but in a nearby radius. So, of course, I think the bike's like electric. So, yeah, you it's know, electric. When boogie, TMZ boogie, pulls boogie. up, I'm crying. Yes, and gets his ass fucked up and sucked up. LOL. Well, He's gone. Can't help him. Yeah, he tried to help his ass and he didn't want fucking listen. He was like, where's my camera? Where's TMZ my stay camera? on the scene, baby. I don't know Early. how the hell they get the information that they do, but they only been wrong about once or twice out of all the predictions. I mm. I can't work in that kind of stressful environment because I, Lord. you know, I can't be in nobody. Like, I couldn't be in nobody's business like that for a living. I can't either. I, I'm, I'm barely in my own business, girl. It's hard, I, what exactly, are you talking it's about? It's hard enough being me. And you want me to be in everyone's business before, before everyone? That's too much. That sounds like mm-hmm. an extreme sport. And I don't do extreme sports. I ain't tapping in like that. Trying to mm-hmm. log out. No, thank That's you. That's what Mars got to hand on my shoulder. I'm going to need you to log out. Me, thanks, Mars. Thank you. Two finger tap. Well, <laughs> she's, she slides... Because all the fucking coins that fell down at Jupiter's landing or whatever, she's able mm-hmm. to like use the little camera drink you see at the beginning because it's not electrical. And she r- riles that bitch up and gets some photos, got to get some photo. I don't know if it matters or not because the, the news niggas that already showed up, not that it matters. I don't know if it matters because she let loose the big jupe joint and it thinks it's a person and it's making eye contact and it tries to eat it. And of course, that's going to, it popped and fucked it all the way up. She was like, I know it's going to fuck you up. But also, they might have got pictures of that. We don't know. We don't know if they were able to get them because it's far in the clouds. We don't know if she got mm-hmm. the only picture. We don't know. All I know is she better get that picture and keep it to her chest and run back to that place as quick as right. she can. Also, we don't know if the creature is dead, dead, period. We know that it's very injured, but we don't really, I I don't think that thing is dead. I don't think that some man-made balloon took that fucking ethereal being out like that. Nah. I don't, I don't know. So. I don't. I mean, I don't know. We we just know it's fucked up. We don't know if it's quite dead. We know OJ is not. I'm dead scared because she she laying on the ground and she see that orange hoodie in the dust and the tumbleweeds because this is clearly a fucking western. And I'm a yeehaw right. ass bitch. So I was already here for the western. I was here for the alien. I was here for the creature feature. I was here for the sprinkle of comedy. I was just here. It was a really good time. And it, of course, it's just beautifully shot. Like those wide shots, people have been talking to seeing it in the IMAX and the 4DX. I ain't never been to no 4DX. You know, I don't know how that is. That might be too much real life, but I kind of right would now. see this 
and 40X, I feel like it's going to be out of the theaters by the time I be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Oh, it's gone. Never mind. But Maybe one day in the future, you get your 3D glasses, you know, when they you finally be in the future for real. I don't know. <laughs> the future for real. Um, I... I don't know. I I I would experience this in a fucking three D theater because that that sh- this shit might fuck your ass up. Because in the theater, that sound design was going crazy. Now I do want to say something about that quote at the beginning that we first see because I had to, when mm-hmm. I first went to the movies, I was like a pinch late. Like not I saw the quote, but not enough to really fully take it in. Also, mm-hmm. they always take the quotes off before you can really read the bitches and let it register. Yeah. The second time I read it, okay. I was like. I never Remember heard I told it. you back in the back back when they had them quotes on the screen, people had Girl. to be like, Lord, what they say? You gotta be in that thing 50 times because bitch, what does this say? You gotta be reading that bitch out loud so you can somebody record you reading Speed it out loud. <laughs> it's not even settling in, shit. But it's like I'll cast um abominable filth at you and make you a spectacle. And it's from um it's like it's talk about Niv Nivana 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 Okay, uh, Nineveh. I think that's a, it's a city somewhere. It's modern day or um Iraq right now. But mm. they was they was in the city and the people was in the city whoop, whooping everybody ass like bruh. And God was like, bitch, y'all over here torturing people and doing all that. Bitch, I'm about to fuck all y'all shit up and I'm about to make a specter you hoes. Ain't nobody gonna is this know you Old no more. Testament quote. Yes. Or, okay. I think it is an old. As soon as you Testament. said I was about to fuck them up, Mike, is this? Is this old God? Because Old Testament versus mm-hmm. King James, these are two different depictions of Jehovah, okay? That man was very vengeful, or that person or that being was, a, however, was very vengeful. Yeah. It was very big on punishment. It's like Book of Nahum. Nahum. It was talking about destruction of the Assyrian Empire because they was just conquering people. They was mm-hmm. apparently they was killing babies. They was beating. Mm-hmm. When I say they was whooping ass, God had to come down personally and say, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm gonna need y'all to log out. I'm gonna need y'all to log the fuck out right the fuck now." Everybody, and then and then in the further in the scripture, God was like, "They gonna rejoice. Your haters gonna rejoice when you go fall down, bitch. When they everyone hears of your fall, they will applaud, bitch." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Somebody scribble. What you say? Okay, we we they go. Okay, they gonna rain down. Okay, great, got that part. Rain down on me. Do 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 do. Just I. Mm. Hey, bruh. Mm. Mm. I just this movie was excellent. Um, I had a great time. The first time I gave it four stars, and I gave it like four and a half. Bitch, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I know this was up here, but I'm also a sci-fi girl and a and I'm a western girl. So mm. this is for me. This is for me. And it's rewatchable because it's not as heavy as Get Out for me. Get Out's very heavy for me. Us yeah. is not as heavy. It's, you know, more, you know, but this is like a creature feature. I'm like, I'm here for this. I love being a little creature feature. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie to y'all bitches. I'm definitely giving her a 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5. This is my bag. I enjoyed the fuck out of her. And the niggas that was hating, because that's like a 2.8 somewhere. I don't know where. What? Okay, bye. Okay, so I give this movie an 8 out of 10. I thought it was a pretty good watch. Westerns are not my bag. I don't dislike them, but I'm not running to turn them on. I love sci-fi, but I also have to like get my mind right to watch a sci-fi film. I like this film, and I'm not dick riding because it's Jordan Peele. Like, I actually like this film. Let's talk about how I did not complain that this film was two, and a, two hours and 15 minutes long. 
if you are new, uh, true to this and not new to this when it comes to listening to the Girl That Scary podcast, if you knew, what's up, y'all? If you knew to this, what's up, y'all? If you not, hey. hey, y'all. Hey, howdy. But we also know that there a constant thing that I'm always talking about is feeling like, as a viewer, did this story need to be as long? Also respecting that it takes time to tell a story as a creative. Um, it takes time to get that out there. I do respect that, you know, maybe you felt like it took a little bit longer to properly communicate and display your vision. As someone that's receiving your vision, I'm walking with you. I'm also sleepy. So for this film, I did not feel sleepy. Maybe I'm biased with Jordan Peele. I don't know. Because the real thing is, bitch, sleep don't give a fuck. I'm going to fall asleep on anything at any time. Let's really discuss. Your movie could be outstanding. If I'm tired, I'm going to bed nighty night. I did not go to bed in this movie. I enjoyed myself. The IMDb score is a 7 out of 10. The Rotten Tomato score is a 82%. And the Metacritic score is 77%. So I feel like as per usual for most of our conversations, I'm writing a line on what the hell Rotten Tomato got going on. I'm trying to figure out where the 7s are falling in line. I, I you know, I really don't, I actually don't even care. But it's it's a solid 8 for me. And but I want to know why not- people don't like this movie. Yeah, a seven is not too far off for me. I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at somebody giving us a seven. Even a six, 6.5, if they're not into Westerns and sci-fi, they'd be like, nah, I don't really, eh. What I heard from a lot of people is it was confusing, especially the narrative with the flashbacks. Okay. That, you know, and I'm like, sometimes people have a hard time following along. And that's just what it is. Like, people are yeah. so used to movies, like, kind of spoon feeding you. And I understand that. Or people are just used to a straight-on narrative. Like, mm-hmm. this is a straight-on narrative. We don't have all these flashbacks. Because the flashbacks don't give... They're not super specific. But they're meant to... It's kind of almost treating you like, look, the viewer is not dumb. You, you, We saw what's going on. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, the viewer... Um, it's hey, used to they need to run fed. it back sometimes. You got to run it back. Fed. That's why I'm like, you might need to see it twice. or Because I'm like, the second time was better for me. Also, I had a migraine the first time I watched it, mm. and I literally vomited when I left the theater. Wow. Uh, yeah, because uterus. That's what was going on. So oh, it just no. be doing that. So I was already like not a hundred percent the first time I seen it. And I was like, this is this is all right. I don't know. I'm confused. Second time, I felt much better. I was like, oh mm-hmm. right. And then I've clearly seen it fifty million times at this point. Okay. I'm so here. after I yeah oh. Oh, you are here. Yes. Uh, after I saw it, I literally sat on it for I had to digest. Because I immediately was not like, yeah, I fucking love this. I was like, okay. Went to sleep, woke up, and was like, I think I like this movie. Like, I was sitting, I think what really stuck with me was the digestion scene. Before we get to the digestion scene and you how we're, we're ad- introduced to the creature to begin with, where you just hear it before you see it and what we're really hearing are the people it is in starting to already eat before we know what the fuck it's doing like little shit like that i like that it looked like a bonnet i like that the bonnet was terrorizing the people had the girl shook had the streets shook okay uh, not the alien player prayer cloth flying through the sky with people ass that's exactly what was going on and then it unfolded and unfurled and showed you what the fuck was really going on it's looking like a beautiful flower, a beautiful flower of death. Like most beautiful beings in nature out here, they cause death. And that's tight. I was just like, wow, whenever the aliens decide to show us who they really are, I'm not ready. I don't know about y'all. I, I, I'm not ready because there are some things that I feel like we just don't need to know. And I hate saying ignorance is bliss, 
But this is one of these things that I really could just go my entire human existence not knowing what the fuck is really going on. Not because I want you to shield me from it. I just want y'all to pop out after humans really just fuck the earth up and we just not coming back. Like, I don't think you need to pop out right now. Like, we've already known you here, but I don't really need to see your best birthday outfit, bitch. Like, I don't need to see your fit. I don't need to see you and your niggas fits. I don't need to see y'all line up outside Earth like the fucking VIP club line. I don't need to see none of that shit. Because when y'all make it rain, Bro. bitch, like it's free drinks before 10, I'm tired. I'm tired. No, I'm imagine it. like five or six of those motherfuckers in the sky. I know. I would live underground. I would just go, well, I guess that's it for the sun. No more sun for me. This is one of the times where I would be like, all right, cat, I'm a vampire now. That is one of the Wonderful. times. I ha- it took you long enough. Only if an alien came down and that and it was more than one. If it was only one, I would just skip town. I would just leave. I would like, it's gonna be in this area for can it fly? Sure. But the chances of it flying and coming to a populated city and getting me, because I'm gonna hear the people scream and I'm gonna run inside. I'm just gonna not get eaten first. And then it's gonna be full, it's gonna dip, and then I'm gonna skip town again. It's over, bitch. That's literally like, you thought reading or watching War of the Worlds was one thing. Baby. Here's the other thing I was talking about. This universe that Jordan Peele has created is a wild fucking universe. The fact that all of this shit, the shit from Get Out, well, that's not that far removed. (laughs) That could happen anytime. But the shit from Get Out, the shit from Us... All of these things are taking place in the same universe, as far as I'm concerned. He ain't say that, but that's what I'm walking. Anytime somebody comes out with multiple movies, I just assume all of these things are happening at the same time. And that's a wild world to live in. You didn't hear me talk about that shit with Miss James Wan. You didn't hear me talk about that shit um, with all the people, bitch. Stephen King. All of these wild ass things take place in the universe. Your brain is awesome. Jordan Peele, shout out to you. I am truly excited outside of your uh, stop motion animation situation that's happening or animation situation that's happening on Netflix. I'm very excited for that on Netflix. And I'm not a person who's like, I need to see the next movie right now. No, I'm very patient. Whenever we are able to, uh, if we are able to see anything else from them again, horror wise, I'm tuned all the way in. Absolutely. Plus, uh, Wendell Wild, I believe that the same person who uh, did Coraline is involved. And you know, Coraline is one of my favorite movies. I have Coraline doll and I got the Blu-ray out on the little bookshelf, bitch. I go up for fucking Coraline, bitch. So I am very excited for this. I don't even know what it's about all the way. I don't even care. I don't even care. care. Yeah, I'm just going to tune in. Support Jordan Peele. I like his movies. I mean, if you don't, okay. But we talked about it on our uh, Us and Get Out episode. It Let it be with some merit. Let it be like actual reasons versus this is just the worst movie you've ever seen. One star. Don't be that guy. Don't don't be that person. Please. Don't. That's all I got. Not Bryson Tiller. I, all right. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in so long because motherfuckers ran it into the ground back when oh, it came out. And, and bitch, I, I just forced it two seconds ago. I have not listened to it in years. But you know what? I might, might go back for a time. Might remind you myself right. of Summer 16. No? All right. Okay, Summer 16 well. was a good time, but you are it. 
Okay, well, this movie is a good time for me. Yes. We've already talked about our ratings. We want to hear your ratings mm-hmm. on this and all the Jordan Peele movies. Now, how does this rank against your Jordan yes. Peele projects? Uh, pull up on us at Girl That's Scary on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, www.girlthatscary.com. You can also pull up on our Patreon. We have bonus episodes, free shit, videos, polls. Um, our Discord is linked there. You can do all that kinds of fun stuff at www.patreon.com dot com forward slash girl that's scary really good times we also have a professional email grltspod at gmail.com pull up let us know how you feel about these movies did you see this in theaters did you see this fucking imax did you see this in 40 40x how was that want to know about it this would also be a wild ass movie to see at a drive-in i feel like this would be a good time oh yeah I desert drive-in a desert drive-in for nope would be excellent under a starry, starry sky. Ooh, Beautiful. Clouds. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let us know how you guys feel. And until next time, guys, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.